0: Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Needed podcast. I am your host, Natalie Sanchez. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. This is a beautiful place to be. This is a safe space, I promise. In today's episode, I talk about the different aspects of being kind to yourself, life, things, and exploring the power you hold within your soul. Let's get into it. I feel like being kind to yourself is so much more than just self-care. It's more than doing what makes you happy. There's so many aspects to being kind to yourself that I really want to talk about because for the longest time I've been preaching, be kind, be kind, be kind, be kind to yourself. But I'm constantly reminding myself to be kind to myself, but I'm also neglecting other aspects of being kind to myself, if that makes sense. Being kind to yourself is not just doing a face mask when you have a bad day being kind to yourself is not set is not just setting boundaries all of like those things are great forms of being kind to yourself but being kind to yourself is also doing what benefits you out of everyone else being kind to yourself is making a decision for the benefit of yourself instead of doing what everyone else wants you to do being kind to yourself is doing what is right for yourself even if it's a different path than others this really ties into the relationship you have with others is a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself so if you're not being kind to yourself it starts with yourself 100 and i'm constantly constantly reminding myself of that because I see all the time on social media everywhere that people are forgetting to be kind to themselves because they're scared of what others are going to say. They're scared of the opinions of others. They're, I mean, I'm one of these people. I would be a hypocrite if I told you I wasn't. <laughs> I told you guys I wanted to be transparent and this is, this is what I'm doing. I just feel like society has made it seem like everyone has to go at the same pace and that's not the case. I feel like society makes people forget to be kind to themselves because everyone else's opinion is so fucking important to everyone. I mean, every like I'm still reminding myself who gives a fuck about what a, what other people think. It's something hard to really Just implement into your head if you've been basing your life off of how other people thought about how what other people were saying about you. Who gives a shit? And I'm still reminding myself of this today. And I'm here to remind you too. I know that there's someone out there who is scared of making a decision, whether whatever it may be, because you're scared of what others are going to say. I'm in the same boat with you. I just. It's tiring. It's exhausting. It takes a toll on you mentally, even if you don't even realize it. Things affect you in ways that you don't even realize. And that sucks because sometimes you can be hurting and you don't even realize that you're hurting, but your actions are showing that you are hurting. How you're feeling subconsciously shows through your actions. That's something, that's a big lesson that I've learned a major lesson that I've learned within the past year. I saw a quote, I don't know where it was, whether it was on Twitter, TikTok, wherever. It said, you can't win if you're not right within, period. Like, I could not agree more. If you are not well inside, that's going to show through your actions. Whether you see it or not, whether someone else is aware of it or not, it's going to show. It will. But now that we're aware of it, how can we build from it? I'm not going to say fix because there's nothing wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you. You may have been through some things that made you this way. So I'm here to help you grow from this, build from this. I, I said this in an earlier episode. I don't like to use the word fix because the word fix has so much behind it so many stigmas because when you when you say the word "fixed," it's like okay it makes it seem like something is broken you're not broken a guy came into my store the other day and he said at the end of the day every emotional response all like depression and things like that those are just chemical reactions those are chemicals in your brain like and that really just kind of stuck with me because it's like okay wait a minute I feel like I don't have control over my thoughts when in reality, I can control my thoughts if it takes a lot of mental strength too, but I will get there. I believe I will get there and I believe you'll get there too. It's just a matter of observing your thoughts. At the end of the day, your thoughts are not you. I've said this before as well. Your thoughts are not you. You are not your thoughts. It's a sense of, okay, being aware that your thoughts are going crazy, whether it be anxiety thoughts, depression thoughts, literally any type of thoughts you have intrusive thoughts I know those can be a bitch sometimes (sighs) but believing that you are not your thoughts that you are better than your thoughts whether they're super duper negative you have the power and the ability to control your thoughts to be able to control your mind even if it's so difficult it's a difficult thing to do I still have not mastered this one bit but I am on my journey to getting there Your thoughts are just your thoughts. But your thoughts are not you. You are your higher self. And I feel like once what I'm trying to figure out is my higher self observing my thoughts and deciphering them. Okay, are these healthy thoughts or are these intrusive thoughts? How are these thoughts affecting me and my higher self? am I making sense like I just I don't know I wasn't really planning on podcasting today but I was in the shower and I was just thinking about things that are going on in my life right now and I just felt the need to share because I know that there's so many other people in the same boat but they're just they don't want to say anything because again they're scared of what others are going to think there's like when you say things and when you open up personally, this is how I feel. I'm giving room for someone else's opinion, but sometimes I'm scared of their opinion because I don't know how I'm going to take it. But at the same time, that's also showing me that I need to work on my constructive criticism responses. At the end of the day, you're not perfect. No one is perfect. There are so many ways that you could be improving right now. I, I do believe that the journey to growth is never ending and recently i just i realized that just because i'm not the one who's becoming aware of things and others are helping me become aware of things that's not a bad thing that's really not they're just trying to help you they are because if someone sees even if it's not toxic even like unhealthy tendencies Awareness is the first step. It doesn't matter who helps you become aware of it. What matters is that you are aware of it. So what are we going to do to build from it? The first step is always the hardest step. It is. It is. So what are we going to do to build off of it? I look at myself in the mirror all the time and I ask myself this. Another thing is what lesson did I learn from this? Because at the end of the day, everything in your life happens for a reason. I do believe that nothing is an accident. You are where you're at right now in your life because this is where you're supposed to be. When I graduated high school or before that, when everyone was getting their acceptance letters from their universities or whatever, I felt some FOMO, I'm not gonna lie, because it's like, damn, like I wanna celebrate this. Like, I'm not I wasn't down on myself that I was going to community college, but it's like Well, honestly, part of me was because I just wanted to experience the happiness, you know, the growth of going to a four-year university. Obviously, not knowing that there was going to be a pandemic, so I'm glad I did not go to a four-year because of this, but when I told my sister that, she said, it's just not your time, and that's fine. Your time will come. It's just not your time. Trust the process, and that really stuck with me because I took that, and I really I really implemented that in other aspects of my life. You know, why is this happening to others but not to me? It's not my time yet. Why am I not excelling at this when I'm trying my best? It's not my time yet. It's not your time yet. If you are wondering why things aren't happening for you when you are trying everything you can to make things happen for yourself, it's not your time yet. Keep hustling, keep bustling. I believe in you. Believe in yourself. Your time is coming. And I'm literally looking at myself in the mirror while saying this. I'm talking to you guys and I'm also talking to myself. Talking to yourself. Honestly, I talk to myself all the time. I've said this before. I have many therapy sessions with myself, and it's so much. I do believe in journaling. Journaling holds so much power. I just feel like journaling unleashes so much power within yourself as well. But at the same time, talking things out out loud to yourself helps a lot. Now you're probably wondering, yeah, oh, what was she thinking about in the shower to make her want to say all of this? College during a pandemic is fucking hard. I said it. I said it. I, it, like, oh my God. <sighs> and it sucks because... You know, I know that there are people struggling out there as well, but it's like, I also see others excelling right now, doing just fine. And I think to myself, damn, like, why can't I be like them? And at the end of the day, it comes down to comparison. Comparison is super duper toxic, and I'm still unlearning my ways and learning healthier ways it's easier said than done it's not going to happen overnight but I'm still reminding myself to really be kind to myself and this is where it comes full circle I am really trying hard to be kind to myself because I catch myself comparing myself all the time to other people but at the same time everyone's lives are different everyone's life circumstances are different and there was a death in my family in the beginning of the semester the funeral was on the first day of the semester I'm not going to say that that really set the tone for the semester itself I don't want to give it that much power but at the same time it's like that really fucks with you you know what I mean like it's really hard to stay focused and have your heart and your head in school when there are so many other things that are going on in your outside life. It's difficult and I, like, I just feel like there's so many other people who are in my position who are silently struggling, continuing to push themselves, push themselves when they're so burnt out mentally and emotionally. It sucks because it's like you, like, You're told, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, just keep pushing. Like, you don't give the situation too much power. Don't let it control you. One, I'm tired of hearing you give it too much power. At a certain extent, I was giving my mental health struggles a lot of power over me. I was letting it dictate my life, but as I was getting older, I was taking control. I am... I am more in control than I've ever been, but at the same time, life circumstances, life gets in the way and that's totally fine. And I'm trying to be kind to myself and accepting that and telling myself, okay, Natalie, that's totally fine. Where you're at, For what's happening in your life right now. Okay. You're doing the best you can. And I'm here to tell you. Whoever's listening. You are doing the best that you can. So be fucking proud of yourself. I'm sorry if that sounded aggressive. I wish I could give you a hug right now. If hugs were not illegal. I just. I just feel like. The world and society. Put so much pressure on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And for the longest time. I just kept going, going, and going. I was not giving myself the time to process and to grieve. Grieving is, grieving is tricky, and one of my good friends sent me an Instagram post, and I will always remember this. It, it just totally changed my perspective. Um, Grieving is tricky. It's like a ball. So think of four walls and think of a big ball, a big bouncy ball, like the ones that you use for fucking dodgeball or something. Think of that bouncing on the four walls. That's when the grieving starts. That's when the death has barely happened but as time goes on, it hurts less and less because time is healing. So that ball shrinks less and less. So when the ball is bigger, it hits everything so much quicker, so much easier, right? The four walls. But as time goes on, grieving gets easier. The process gets easier. I, a lot of people, myself included, I could think I'm over it. Other people can think that they're over it. But some days it hurts more than others. And that's okay be kind to yourself and accept it. Being kind to yourself is also accepting where you're at mentally, accepting it, living with it, but also not letting it consume you. Not letting it consume you is difficult, but just letting yourself feel it instead of saying, okay, no, let's fix this. I need to be happy today. I have a really bad habit of doing that really bad habit of doing that like okay if I'm having a good day like for my stressy and depressy brothers and sisters out there like I know you know what I'm talking about you have good days for x amount of days and then there's that one day that just throws your groove off so you think fuck dude I was doing so good what the hell is happening why is this happening I was like what am I doing wrong you're not doing anything wrong there's nothing wrong with you Bad days are gonna come. That's completely normal. But think about how many good days that you just had. Celebrate that, dude. I'm proud of you. Okay, back to the grieving analogy. (laughs) As time goes on, it hurts less and less, so the grieving ball gets smaller and smaller. The grieve ball will still hit the walls. The walls are you. But it'll happen less and less because the ball is smaller and smaller. It'll still hurt. It will. When the ball hits the wall, it will. But accept it. Live with it. Feel it. Letting yourself feel things is extremely difficult because sometimes it's easier to not feel anything at all. I'm guilty of this. For half my life, I feel like I was just like not willing to feel it. And that started to catch up to me it catches up with everyone. If you are not letting yourself feel a thing, that shit's going to come out. It will. I know I said this before, but Brene Brown said either you do your trauma or your trauma will do you. The same thing with your feelings. Either you do your feelings or your feelings will do you. If you're not handling your emotions, if you're not handling your feelings, if you're not going in, that's going to show through your actions. It will. 100%. 100%. And it's one of those things where it's like, you can know this or you don't. It can be subconscious or not. Like, I don't know how else to put this, but dealing with your shit now rather than later sets you up for success later on. Period. And I stand by that. I live by that. Shit, I'll even get a tattooed on my forehead. Actually, no, I will not. (laughs) But I just, I don't know. I just was in the shower and I just felt so inclined to tell you guys these things. Just to like share, you know, what's happening. I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people who are struggling in silence in so many different ways. And so many people out there are forgetting to be kind to themselves. But when you're not being kind to yourself and you're being kind to others, you're overcompensating for what you're not doing for yourself. And it took me a really long time to understand that and really realize that. And now it's like, I want to help people, yes, and I do but I'm still remembering. I'm still implementing boundaries within myself. Okay, I need to I need to fill my cup before I fill anyone else's. I started doing that because I was listening to a podcast. It's called The Self-Love Fix. Her name is Beatrice. I recommend this podcast. It is so, I don't, her episodes aren't very long all the time, but that's good. Like, I don't like to listen to really long podcast episodes all the time because, you know, I'm doing things, but she was talking about the importance of a morning routine. And I've would I w- been telling myself, fuck, I need to get a morning routine, blah, blah, blah. But then again, I'm saying I need to. No, no, no. I get to. I want to implement a morning routine. So she said that, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I'm sure so many other people out there are guilty for this. The first thing you do in the morning is you reach over to check your phone. That right there. Looking at your notifications, responding to Snapchats, responding to emails, text messages, whatever, you're automatically giving yourself to others. You're automatically filling other people's cups before your own. So in the morning, it's hard, like, it takes 21 days to form a habit, 90 days to form a lifestyle. I could be wrong, but that's just something I've heard. But filling my cup in the morning whether it's going for a walk whether it's stretching in the morning pulling cards from your oracle deck whether it's just sitting with yourself and your thoughts whether it's journaling in the morning whether it's listing gratitudes in the morning it's literally could be the simplest things but you're doing it for yourself you're doing things that are making you happy you are doing things that are filling your cup because when I I noticed that when I was filling my cup in the morning, I had so much more energy for others. I had so much more energy for myself. Rather than when I didn't, I was snappy. I was in a bad mood so, like, easier, you know? I was over it halfway through the day. I would be at work and be like, ugh, I'm so over it. But when I would fill my cup before anyone else in the morning... I had a better day at work. I felt better about myself. I felt better about life. I felt I was kinder. I was not only to myself, but to others. Seriously, dude, the relationship you have with others is a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself. So what kind of relationship do you have with yourself? I want you to ask yourself that question. If you have a journal next to you, if you have a piece of paper, if you have your phone, write that shit in your notes. What kind of relationship do you have with yourself? If you don't know, well, then think about what type of a relationship do you have with others? That's where you can start. That's where I started. Because I thought, oh my god, I'm super insecure. Like, I said this before, but I would listed X, Y, and Z of how I feel about relationships outside of myself. And then that made me really get a deeper look at the type of relationship I had with myself and where I was at in that point in time. And then I built off of that. I didn't fix myself. There was nothing wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with you. Everyone is different. Everyone is going through different things. And that's perfectly fine. But it starts with yourself. Something I am constantly reminding myself is the answers are within yourself. The answers lie within you. Even if you don't know it. For the longest time, I was always going to other people. What, I, what, what, what do I do? What should I do? What would you do in my position? Everyone's opinions mattered so much to me. But at the end of the day, no one's going to make the decision for you. Ultimately, it's up to you because only you know you. Only you. You are the one living in your life. You are the only one in your living in your perspective. Only you have the outlook on life. Only you have that. It's your perspective, not anyone else's. So don't mold yourself to what other people are telling you, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. That's another form of neglecting self-care. You're basing your life off of what other people are telling you to do, off of what other people's opinions are. If you need to take a break from school, fucking take a break from school. Do it. If that's what's going to benefit you mentally, do it. I believe that if you are not right mentally, you are not right at all. At all. So if your heart's not in it, and this is not just with school. I'm talking about literally anything. If your heart's not in it, why are you in it? Why are you in it? This can be work. This can be a relationship. This can be a friendship. This can be literally any aspect of life. If your heart's not in it, why are you in it? A common question I get asked, I've been asked this, I'm not even kidding you, probably like nine or ten times. I'm I'm not exaggerating. When did you become like this? How did you become like this? And I go, what do you mean? And they go, the way you think your soul, your mindset. Now I could take it different ways. I could take that with offense. I can be offended, but I'm not. There wasn't any point in time where I just suddenly woke up and I was like this and my soul was like this and my mindset was like this. No, my soul has been like this. I've always been like this. There, w- I didn't become this way. I was built this way. I grew into this. Everyone is built differently. This is just how I'm built. I believe that everyone holds some sort of power within their soul. And I've just gotten in touch with mine. And that's fine if you haven't really gotten in touch with your power and your soul yet. But you will. You'll get there. I believe in you believing yourself, it just takes time and it takes work and it takes getting in touch with yourself, with your demons. There is no way I could have become like this if I did not get in touch with my demons, with my shadows, with my inner child. There's no way. There's no way that you can really, really, really succeed in life if you do not go back to your troubling times and acknowledge those troubling times. Acknowledging the self, yourself, that was in that position. There is no way that, like, these are just my opinions. If you have a different opinion, you are entitled to it. But this is just my outlook on succeeding mentally and emotionally and all around just in life. I believe that there's no way that you can succeed 100% if you don't do the work by going into your wounds. I work with someone who said that, who said something about scratching the wound. And that really got me because I was like, holy shit. Because we were talking about people who don't want the help, but we're constantly trying to help them. And he said think about it. If you're trying to help someone who doesn't want the help, you're just scratching at their wound and that's making it kind of worse. And I was like, "Oh my god. That like that that will stick with me forever." I'm not going to say your name cuz I don't want to expose you like that, but thank you so much. Like that just changed my perspective. And that that's for me too. I I've just been scratching at my wounds. I told myself I was willing to go deep but at the same time I wasn't. This was like five years back. I was scratching at my wounds. He made me realize that I was scratching at my wounds and in a relationship I was in I was trying my hardest to help this individual but he didn't want the help so I was scratching at his wounds making it worse. It starts with yourself. I, I can't, I don't know how else to put it. It starts with you. You hold so much power. It's up to you if you want to find it. If you want to unleash it. I just want everyone to understand or I just want to help everyone understand that you have the power within yourself to become the best version of yourself. I believe everyone, I want to help people get there because I'm on my way to that. I'm on my journey. My journey is never ending. I believe that, I said this, your journey in growing and prospering and thriving is never ending. I am far from where I want to be, from where my goal is, but I'm far from where I started. And for that, I am proud of myself. For those of you who are in the same process that i'm going through everyone's process is different but if you are on this spiritual journey and like really just self-discovery and just really you know you're working on yourself be proud of yourself because this shit is tiring it takes work growth does not happen in two days one of my really good friends told me she said growth is not linear And I think about that every single day because sometimes, like I said, when you have good days for X amount of days and then you have that one bad day, it's like your whole world comes crumbling down. It's like you said, it's like you take five steps forward, but that one day can make you take 10 steps back. And that's fine. It happens shit happens. But be proud of yourself that you have not given up yet. I wrote this in my journal the other day. I wrote 30 things I loved about myself and 30 is a big number of things to list about what I love about myself. And I thought I like, going into it I thought I was gonna write like physical things like I love that I have green eyes I love that I have yeah I don't know nice eyebrows well these eyebrows took work (laughs) but anyway like I when I finished the list nothing of it was physical here's the thing Having a big ass, having nice eyes, having nice lashes, being pretty can only take you so far. That can only satisfy an individual for so long, but what matters, what will get you far is who you are inside, your soul, how you treat others, how you treat yourself. It starts with you. As I was writing the list, I noticed that as I was writing, like, as I was going down the list, it was getting deeper and deeper. And my last two, I'm not going to tell you guys a whole list because I'm not going to expose myself like that, (laughs) but the last two on my list were I love for how far I've come and I love that I have not given up yet. And when I, and I literally just wrote that, just, I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't even try to write that. It just happened. And that showed me how much power I have. That showed me how far I have come, even with those two little bullet points. This is why I say journaling is crucial to this journey, to self-improvement. Because when you're journaling, shit comes out that you don't even realize that was inside of you. But writing it, taking a step back, doing whatever you got to do and going into that journal prompt a little later and seeing where your headspace was at, that is power as well. Being able to Write down how you're feeling and really just analyze it and understand why you're feeling the way you do, and saying, Okay, this is how I was feeling in this moment. What am I going to do about it? That is power. Everyone has so much power within themselves. It's just a matter of figuring it out. There's a reason why you move the way you do, it's just a matter of figuring out why you move the way you do. A lot of people don't even know why they move the way they do. And that's something my therapist told me. She said, Natalie, you drive yourself crazy. Well, not like in these words exactly, but this is just how I interpreted it. I drive myself crazy trying to figure out why people are moving the way they do, but they don't even know why they move the way you do. They do sometimes. Even if I do and I figure it out, it's not my responsibility to tell, like it's not my responsibility to teach them how to not move like that anymore. I can help them become aware of it. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not up to me to decide if they want to build from it. It starts with yourself. It starts by going in. I believe that setting boundaries with people is a form of being kind to yourself. It's also a form of self-love. Being kind to yourself is a form of self-love that's something I didn't really connect before. Loving yourself and being kind to yourself are intertwined. And I know that's super obvious, but I didn't under, like, I never connected the two before. Setting boundaries is a form of self-love. Doing things that make you happy, regardless what other people think, is a form of self-love, is a form of being kind to yourself. I saw an Instagram post the other day and it said, I love myself to the point where others have to meet my standards. Oh, wait, period, period. I, when I saw that shit just started to click for me because I realized that. I love my like literally how it is. I love myself to the point. I don't love myself to the fullest potential yet. I'm getting there, but I love myself a whole lot more than I love myself last week, last month, last year, last year, especially. Ultimately, this is your life. You are the creator of your own reality. So what are you going to create? With all of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I just wanted to say a quick thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your guys' continued support. It means the absolute world to me. My podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any podcast streaming service. You can find me there. Just type in What I Needed by Natalie Sanchez. If you wanted to find me on my socials, you can find me on Instagram at natalie.sanchez35. My Twitter is sanchez. Anyway, you guys, as always, my heart is with you. I'll catch you in the next episode.